TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go here. It is a Score North Twin Show. Patrick Roycey on baseball. Roycey's here with us, joining from his advanced scout work in Fort Myers, Florida. Derek Wetmore, Manny Hill, along with you too. Patrick, how are you this afternoon? I am outstanding. Uh, as you uh, watch, uh, found out watching the Super Bowl last night, it was a little bit coolish down here, but it's a gorgeous day here. We were all concerned for you, yeah. Uh, supposed to uh, supposed to be uh, cloudy and rainy for two or three days. Did the sun finally come out up there? Did we yes, finally see the sun? it did. It's glorious. This last two wow. days, we've had That's that yellow awesome. orb yeah, in the sky. Pat, we the, hit the 40s. Hit the, oh, hit the wow. low 40s with sunshine yesterday. So it was Well, great. it's been warm enough, right? It's just we never saw any yeah, we're sun, okay. right? The we're mayor not. was very upset that uh, the mayor, you know, needs sun. He needs that uh, He needs that in his body, and he was uh, very, very upset that we had, that you had three weeks without any. So he that and I was, both, Patrick, <laughs> yeah. so we're happy to be on the other side of it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking Did I ever tell you yeah, the Tony ahead. Oliva story? Uh, about the sun, or? About that, about his father. No, I don't believe so. Pedro Senior makes his first ever visit to Minnesota. Right, dead of winter. They pick him up at the airport down, and they park down there in that valet underneath. Right, so Pedro and Mom get off the plane. They take him down to the car, and then they drive him into the garage. And at home, and they bring him in the house. And Pedro Sr., who, by the way, was supposed to be one of the great uh, cigar rappers in the history of Cuba. He was a legendary for his, the, the wonderful job he did uh, wrapping uh, uh, cigars down there. But uh, so he gets up, as he always did, like at 6 in the morning to take his morning nap, right? Okay. So he puts on his little sneakers, and he puts on his shorts, and he puts on his T-shirt, and he's going to go for his morning, beautiful, sunny morning at 730 in the winter or something. And uh, he's going to go for his walk, and it's 20 below zero. <laughs> and he takes, his, he takes his first step out and never went back outdoors in two weeks, <laughs> in, two weeks in Minnesota. Yeah, you blame him. Yeah, Gordon. I didn't get that story from Tony because I couldn't understand it, but I got it from his. Well, I he's a big caravan his, guy now, Pat. He's always going out oh, on the caravan this year. Tony's the greatest. Tony Gordon. Uh, Gordette is a uh, wife from Hitchcock, South Dakota, is the greatest, though. She's, uh, she speaks better. Uh, sp- she not only speaks better English than Tony, she speaks better Spanish than Tony. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Pat. Uh, speaking of the sunshine coming up here in the Twin Cities, we're getting pretty dang near close to reporting to Fort Myers, Florida for some spring training. Now, Pat. what is the official day? I think I saw that report date is the 11th of February, which used to be a bigger deal with the Twins, and now it's kind of just, hey, text us to make sure you're in town. Workouts start February 12th. 12th, wow, is that amazing? Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you guys. I asked my wife this yesterday or the day before, and she wouldn't tell me because she thought I was so stupid. Okay. Is Valentine's Day the 12th or the 14th? It's the 14th. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I always get those two mixed up, the President's Deal, and uh, I think it's Washington's birthday, and uh, it is a Washington's birthday, and... Uh, or Lincoln, somebody's birthday and Valentine's Day. I always get that screwed up. But now that I got a granddaughter, I got to make sure I know what it is so I can send her something. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to send some uh, President's Day chocolates? You might get some bonus points. <laughs> anyway, yeah, okay, the 14th. We got that. So go ahead. So the 12th. Is that amazing, the 12th that they're starting it's unreal. Uh, spring training? It's unreal. And I understand why they'd like to end the season earlier this year so that it's not interfering with an election. But that, to me, just seems so early to get started with baseball season. You uh, can play the teams in your division each two less times, get rid of eight games, play 154 games, and uh, and you can do uh, you can you can have your traditional spring training, and uh, you're not going to miss huge amounts of money the way baseball is now. If you lose a few games in April and a few games in September, you're not going to lose that much money. It's uh, it, it makes way too much sense to go back to the uh, 154 game schedule, but they got to do it, don't they? Well, 
I don't know, Manny. What are your thoughts on that? Because I look, I I'm fine with 154. Yeah. I think the owners are going to push back and say, but the money thing, the patches. Oh, of brought course up. they are. But but I'm I'm in the camp of, and I've heard Judd say this a few times, with the exception of football, that the other three of the big four, all of their seasons are too long. Like I'm, well, how, I'm in favor of shortening all of them. How about the NBA that they're they're only talking about right getting rid of four games, but then they want to have a midseason tournament that would yeah, require LeBron and the fellas to play even more games. And I can't imagine the players would want to do that either. No, if you know if you want to go to a seventy game season and then have some kind of a goofy thing in the middle, fine. But you know you can't say we're going to cut you four games. And by the <laughs> way, if you advance in this tournament we have, you're going to have to play eight games. You know, right. it's stupid. Just, I'm sure it'll now, be it'd be good for the Wolves. Game. It'd be a nice little break for them because they wouldn't have to worry <laughs> about, you know, being in any tournament. So, anyway. Uh, but the baseball, they, they got to they gotta figure something out here. They, they, you know, my I have, okay, spring training isn't the end-all, the be-all, but it's a big promotional thing for baseball, right? Arizona, Florida, blah, blah, blah. Sure, all these, yeah. Yep. All these public entities have spent... You know, tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars for uh, stadiums to, you know, free stadiums for these teams down here in Fort Myers being an example. And now they're done playing down here March 23rd. I have relatives coming down, six or seven of them, and they're for spring break with their kids, you know, yeah. they arrive March 24th. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's when spring break starts. They're going to miss when it. Spring, spring break starts in Fort Myers, and the Twins are gone, and the Red Sox are gone. It's ridiculous. Well, they can still go down to Florida and watch uh, opening week on their TVs and their tablets, Pat. Yeah, well, they can, but what I guess right. what I'm saying is, <laughs> no. you know, part of the deal is, hey, we'll go to a ball game. You know, we've right. got to you, – you'll have another – 10,000 Minnesotans down here that week, or 20,000, and uh, hey, let's go to a ball game. Oh, wait a minute. They already, they're freezing their ass off some other Watch place. the Twins and A's in Oakland opening yeah, week. Right. <laughs> it's not quite the same draw. I, I do think what's going to push this forward, Pat, of course it's going to be collectively bargained. It's going to be a big fight about that. I think that the sports science of it is going to push it forward, that when Rocco talks about rest and recovery, this isn't just one of his theories that he you know he invented from whole cloth this is guys physically perform better they have better at bats better concentration all these things if they're better rested and baseball has been the greatest test of that sort of mental and physical stamina uh, of any of the pro sports leagues and i think i'm with manny i i can't make an argument for keeping any of the four major pro american men's sports that we talk about that that schedule is too long in all the NFL is The NFL is going to get another regular season game out of these So guys. what are they going to do, Pat? Because Judd brought that up to me the other day. They have to then do away with some of the preseason, oh, they don't they? Get rid yeah, of their, have to. They got to get – they're going to get rid of two of them. Okay. So everybody have one. I don't know what they're going to do with but, – but the players, I mean, my God. Half these teams are dragging to the finish line with about eight starters missing the way it is. It's, yeah. uh, you know, if I was the players, and let's not get off on that tangent on this baseball show, but if I, <laughs> but if I was the players, I would, I would get a lot of blood out of that turnip before I'd agree to play an extra regular season game, I agree including with you. Yep. much more guaranteed contracts, you know. Yeah, in, in football you're talking. Yes, baseball, yeah, of course, football. are guaranteed. Oh, uh, baseball is. Well, we are on a baseball show, so let's make a baseball tie. Congratulations to the Mahomes family. Of course, former Twins reliever Pat Mahomes uh, had a son who was in the news a little bit over the weekend. Man alive, was that something, huh? I... I uh, here's here's I actually tweeted this out of uh, an hour ago or so. At there were seven minutes to go. Uh, they were third and fourteen, right, Manny? Third and fourteen. Third and fifteen. Third and fifteen. Yep. Andy Reid was a okay. He was a great regular season coach, but he choked in the big games. <laughs> Pat Mahomes had not risen up. All this stuff about. Uh, uh, you know, Pat Mahomes being the greatest ever. Well, he got in a big game and he didn't play. He was like Lamar Jackson. He played. He 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 was he shrunk at the moment, and uh, and by there was you know and the other stories are uh, were uh, you know the the Chiefs you know blah 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 they they weren't all that good. They just you know had had their defense stunk and everything, and then boom. 
Kyle Shanahan's an idiot, and are the Chiefs a dynasty becoming the two angles, right? Yes. It's amazing. All in the span of seven it's, minutes yeah, of football. Yeah, well, one 44-yard pass to Tyreek Hill on third and 15, and the whole world changed, baby. Unbelievable. How long was that ball in the air, Manny? It looked like oh my gosh, it was like <laughs> a punt. Like Buxton waiting for a pop fly, yeah. didn't it? It looked like it. It honestly, and you look at the way Tyreek Hill caught it too. It looked like yeah. he was fielding a punt. <laughs> yes, right. I mean, it just—he was just sitting there and just—it just sort of fell right into his bread basket. You got to feel he, bad as a defensive back when you got beat so bad that a guy can—the guy can, yeah, act like he's catching a kickoff. For well, well, Pat, let me ask you this about Patrick Mahomes as he relates to his father, obviously a former Twins pitcher. Did, did that? Because I because I think Patrick Mahomes showed a lot of toughness last night in the Super Bowl. I mean, oh, he was I just too. getting the he's just getting the crap beat out of him, and every, every time he ran, he was getting hit hard and and everything. I mean, was was I'm probably too young to remember, but was his dad sort of did he sort of have that same? No, no. You were just bringing up the point. His old his father Patrick uh, Pat had fantastic athletic ability, but mm-hmm. he did not have them. Whether it was the commitment. Or the mental strength. I mean, he was resilient. You know, he hung in there. He was still pitching in the Northern League trying to get back. And he got yeah. parts of 11 seasons. But he did not have that uh, the iron will that this kid has, I don't think. He did not have – I wouldn't say the, the commitment, the, the the mental, you know, just that mental involvement that uh, that Pat had. Because, you know, the old man – had a basketball scholarship to Arkansas. Yeah. The father was a fantastic. He was going to play with Lee Mayberry, Todd Day, and Oliver Miller and that crew. And he was going to play. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. And he was a, a you know, a great uh, a great football player too. He was a, you know, he he's always telling his kid he threw the ball better than he did, uh, <laughs> which the kid uh, does not believe, but you know, <laughs> Patrick Patrick had the same, you know, Patrick was not nearly as good a basketball player as his dad, but he was a you know, fantastic uh, baseball player too, and was drafted, and they tried to sign him. Yeah. So the the athletic ability certainly uh, was there, and uh, but the maturity was never there. Uh, certainly not at that age. I mean, there's some stories about Patrick that about Pat, the father, that I would prefer not to share. But <laughs> there were some there were some indications that his mind would wander okay. to other things. You know? Sure. Well, I'm so, curious as we explore this uh, little known fact and this undertold story here locally about the relationship between that uh, influential football player um, and his baseball playing father. Pat, he debuted. I'm looking at his baseball reference page here. You must remember it well. 1992 at the age of 21. What were the yes. prospects for him at that time? Oh, a young guy. I, well, you, how good do you have to be? How good of a spring do you have to ha- be? Let's Now, 1991, fellas, they won the World Series. Yes. Mm-hmm. And 1992, now they brought in the lefty, Smiley, to replace Jack, right? Yeah. But they he opened in their rotation, if I'm not mistaken. Really? In 92, I think. Didn't he start? I'll pull it up. He, I think he started the season with them in 92 as a 21-year-old. Wow. If I'm, mm. if I'm not. And, and they really thought he was going to be something. But, uh, you know, they had the two... Uh, Young guys who were both supposed to be phenomenal prospects, Mahomes and Willie Banks, and uh, Willie had uh, a bit of a distraction problem too, mm. but uh, and not not as good a stuff as Pat. But uh, Kelly, you know, they were all in on him. They thought he was going to be great. Sure enough, and, he did start the season in the rotation, Pat, before eventually moving to the bullpen. Yeah. What was his arsenal, Pat? Like what what sort of pitches did he usually throw? Well, he threw hard, not, you know, back then hard was, what, 94, mm-hmm. 90, and, and, you know, good break. He had good stuff for breaking ball. I don't think he ever had a changeup. I can't remember. But, uh, you know, he was, I mean, we all, I, I remember being down here in spring training writing about him. Everybody was just writing about this kid. You know, are they really going to let a 21-year-old make their team? Because they were a shorter, a, a starter short, but... uh you know, yeah, I mean, he was, uh, they thought he was going to be phenomenal. He uh, almost uh, uh, had a very short life. Uh, he uh, flipped a car one night on Hennepin Avenue on a, I think a wet night and put the, flipped it over, landed on the backside on Hennepin Avenue. And had there been a curfew, it would have been after curfew. Okay. And, uh, 
and uh, yeah, he uh, he walked away from that thing, but he was he was damn lucky when everybody there were pictures of the car and then in the newspapers and stuff. So wow, he was uh, lucky to walk away from it. Le- leading the team in starts, John Smiley, as you mentioned, Kevin Tappany, Scott Erickson. Uh, Bill, is it Kruger? Yeah, uh, the lefty, starts. Bill Kruger, yeah. And then Mahomes and Willie Banks each had made a dozen starts or so. Yeah, yeah. Mahomes was, uh, you know, when Mahomes faltered, then they gave Willie a shot. But they were looking for a fifth starter all year. Uh, and actually a four starter because Kruger, Kruger had uh, like a phenomenal couple of months. But uh, that team won... Uh, what ninety two games? I think ninety or ninety two games. Ninety two. Yeah, I think they finished ninety and seventy two. Oh, second always, in the AL West. I've always told this story. I went to the All Star game before I went to the Barcelona Olympics. I was out at the All Star game in San Diego, and Fergosi comes up to me, and I knew him well. And he comes up and says he was a National League coach, and he said, "They tell me your bleeping club." Is playing bleeping better than they bleeping played last year. <laughs> that they're the, they're playing unbelievable. They're catching everything. They're pitching, and they were really playing great. And then the famous uh, series with the Oakland A's in yeah. uh, early August when they got swept and Eric Fox hit the home run. I was in Spain uh, when that happened and just kept like. You know, you we, you weren't in constant contact back home in '92, uh, but uh, just kept about two days later. You'd find out they lost again, and they faded. And Kelly has told me that was a even with all those bad teams he had later that that was his lowest moment when that team uh, when that team uh, faded. Wow, because so, they were really good. So, Pat, let me ask you, tying it to modern time, um, 1991, they win the World Series. 92, they win, win 90 games, but we kind of know what happens after that, the rest of the 90s. Yeah, you know? well, they ran out of pitching yeah. more than anything. So, just, the pitching just went to hell. I'm reminded of a show I was listening before we were coworkers, back when I was just an admirer of your work, and you were doing a show with Phil Mackey. And you guys were talking about the, was it 2011 season, I believe? This was in spring training, talking about how the regular season this year is pointless. Let's just fast forward to October and see the Twins and the Yankees do battle again. And we know what happened for the next five or six years. I got to think it feels different coming off of this really strong season, 2019, that there's a little more staying power with this club. Am I, uh, am well, I off with hear, that assumption? Let me, uh, let me uh, go back. I... I had some doubts about that pitching staff in uh, uh, in 2011. In 2011, and because I remember, honest to God, the, the spring training down here, you know, you're you're coming off a good season, and they were filling this ballpark up every, you know, every every time because the the schedule was more reasonable. You started in late February and you played all of March, and everybody, I'm not kidding. Every time I was out around the ballpark, 10 people came up to me and said, Hey, Rusi, can we beat the Yankees this year? And I said, let's worry about getting there and see what happens. Uh, I wouldn't say that I was 63 and 99 skeptical, (laughs) but I was saying, "Ah, you know, this is not a given. Let me put and, some uh, words into the uh, mouth of your co-host then, who said, "No point in playing the next six months. Let's just fast forward to the ALDS." Well, <laughs> sounds yeah, like something And then, Phil it, might and then say. he had the. He still was confident. That was when he got the yes. "it's happening" stuff yeah. started because because <laughs> yeah. I think Manny they got up to forty four and forty nine. Right here they come. They're within what was five it, games of five hundred. Was it a nineteen and fifty finish or something like that? The rest of the way and fifty. <laughs> as bad as the hundred and three lost team was that team was the most pathetic we got our glimpse of renee tassoni in the outfield and the only the only team we've ever had to rival it was the 82 but well the the uh the 82 bunch the ones the 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 ones who were the first to lose 100 Mm-hmm. 102. That was when they were all kids, you know. Yeah, Herbeck yeah. and those guys came up, but then lost a lot. <laughs> they had two months without a two-game winning streak. Oh, that team! They were they were 16 and 54. Ooh. And the great guy Eddie, I remember us being in Chicago, and he's looking. He's sitting there looking at the paper in his locker, and he says, 
We might as well change our bleeping name to the hapless twins, he said. Wow. Everybody, every time we come to a new town, they introduce us as the hapless twins. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they were 16 and 54. Oh, I remember man. Dave Engel was hitting. You know, Dave Engel had been an all-star the year before as a catcher just because they needed one, you know. They were terrible in 81, too. Well, 82, that would have been their first year at the Dome, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they were, they lost 100. Didn't they lose 102? Weren't they 1,600? I remember looking that up yeah. down during the down years. Yeah. That 82 were, team. I think they were 1,600. And then, but, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, they, they were just unbelievably bad. And, but Davey Engel, I remember I was covering a series in Chicago and they were on their way to, they were closing in on 16 and 54. And Engel had his first RBI in two months, I think. And I, I described it as a newborn baby, you know, like a bouncing baby single up the middle drove in, celebrated the two-month anniversary of uh, of his RBI, and he was hitting like third half the time. Oh, man. You know? I mean, it was brutal. It's kind of what Gardy's staring down in uh, Detroit, probably. Oh, poor Gardy. up this summer. I can't. He's, they, they're coming here this year, so yeah. again, they're yeah. back. I think just because Gardy likes to come down and visit his place in Fort Myers. Speak, or speaking of the Tigers, did you guys see what they tweeted out last night after the uh, after the Super Bowl? Oh, is it about <laughs> our guy Pat Mahomes? Yeah, they go. The Tigers tweeted out, "Congratulations to Tigers 2014 37th round draft pick Patrick Mahomes on winning MVP of his football game." Yeah. Well, the reason <laughs> his football game. Yeah. The reason he went. Uh, the reason he went that late is everybody, he was told everybody that, you know, he was going to play football, that he wasn't going to, that he wasn't going to sign for baseball. He would have been a probably top 10 rounds anyway. Wow. Yeah. Uh, th- so this, you know that Pat, three sport athlete, I looked it up. Huh. I think he was a sixth rounder, the old man, and he only got 45,000. So I, I don't think he had a strong interest in going to college, even though he had a chance to go to Arkansas and play basketball. Oh, okay. Because he, because he took four. I mean, even back you know back then, that wasn't much money. It's hard 80s. for me to adjust for inflation because nowadays that picks a lot more. So I don't know. Well, I'm writing a thing about Blazovic, and he was a fifth rounder and got uh, 515. You oh, know, wow. Yeah. In, uh, in 16. Have we confirmed the pronunciation of Jordan uh, B's last name? Yeah, Belazovic. Belazovic. He said, he said, although his Czech relatives put a lot more emphasis on the end there and, you know, have a lot okay. more lilting, but he goes with Belazovic. Belazovic. Okay, we'll commit it the to The one memory. I'm worried about, which I looked up, is the nude hurler we've gotten from... Uh, from the Brewers, Yolise Chassin. Yolise Chassin. Okay. I heard. I, I looked up a video, and he's pronouncing it Jolice Chassin. Okay, Jolice. But Jolice is impossible to spell. Those little twerps. <laughs> those little twerps at the spelling bees with the tyrant parents who you know make them get up in the morning and start spelling they couldn't spell jolice <laughs> i i've always set the standard in minnesota sports was nita rider nita rider impossible yeah, yeah. to spell You're okay i don't do that much hockey but i was so damn happy he got traded i couldn't believe it i just called him i believe it's one is it one R and two T's or yeah. no two R's and one T? I mean, it was E I then I E. And the worst part is, it's yeah, the E and the I. They <laughs> they got an E and an I and an E, but they're not the same. So Pat, I saw you tweet the uh, guaranteed part of the Chassin contract, and he's getting one point six million, but it's a minor league deal with a spring invite. Um, I understand he can earn a little bit more than that. You know, if he makes the club and hits his one and a half, if he accomplishes, okay. I don't know how many innings. So but. call it three. Let's. Just yeah. say, um, what do you think of the move? I didn't, I like I didn't think the Twins were getting more pitching. Two years ago, uh, he made he led the National League in starts with thirty five. He made three more starts in uh, in the playoffs. He outpitched Walker Beeler in Game Three of the uh, of the uh, that was the uh, NLCS, right? The, they were in the yep. The Brewers yeah, the, were one they had step a away. Seven yeah. game. Uh, did they blow a three one lead in that one? Um, uh, I'd have I to go back and look. I think it went to seven games. Might have been a 3-2 lead. But he beat, uh, you know, he got into the sixth. Shout out the uh, Dodgers. 
I talked to Tom Hardercourt yesterday. I actually exchanged texts with him, you know, the longtime Brewers writer. Yeah. And uh, Tom said he thinks they wore him out. And then when he came back last year, he uh, just couldn't find the slider. Mm. And that's his pitch. That's his pitch. His slider is his pitch. And you got to think our young geniuses uh, yeah. feel like they can fix him. You, you know? know what? I think the other thing was, Pat, and I, I don't know. He doesn't throw hard, by the way. No, he's, he's eighty nine ninety. I saw. Yeah. Um, so he's a, he's kind of a sinker slider guy, you know. So if you were um, long full of the old Kyle Gibson and you'd been missing that now that he's a Texas Ranger, uh, here's your best chance to replicate that. Uh, I think you're right. It's a bit of an analytical find. And the 2000, you told me it was 18 he was good, right? And then 19 he just kind of well, hit the 18 he had 35 starts and uh, for the Brewers, led the National League, and then three more in the playoffs. The thing that I kept looking to was uh, that year he had pitching coach, um, is it Derek Johnson, who came from yes. Villanova. He took a job then with the Reds that winter between 18 and 19. So I wonder if, you know, even just the environment and, and having the guy Actually, there. Actually, uh, Hardcourt mentioned that, that okay. he had a real great relationship with the Derek Johnson. Well, then we got one of those uh, college yeah. pitching coach, Wes Johnson. Uh, maybe they think he can straighten them out. Well, I, I think that they just feel like they, you know, get the life back in his arm. Uh, he ended up getting released, and, uh, boy, he must have been bad after a year like that to get released by yeah. the Brewers. But they let him go, and then somebody picked him up, right? And he just pitched Red a couple, Sox. Of, Red Sox, couple yeah. of games. Yeah, but they He made uh, five starts for the Red Sox. You know, they... Uh, it, it it's not a hell of a lot of difference than from bringing in any ball, is it? No, it's. I, I view mean, it as Anna pretty Ball's similar. probably had better stuff, but uh, you know, if he can get the slider over, and uh, you know, he could, he gives them an option, and I I think Walker right was also on the radar. Taewon Walker, yeah, Taewon Walker, but he might. Now he's coming back from both shoulder and elbow, but he might want more of a guaranteed. He, he supposedly has got a chance to go back to Seattle and get a real con- not a big contract, okay. but a, you know, major league roster type D- of spot. Different so. spots in their careers too. I, I I I was told the reason. Have they announced their invites yet? I haven't way? seen them as of this recording. They're coming out today. So. Okay. Uh, and, and I was told the reason they were holding up was for, for waiting for this deal to get done. So they okay. thought they were going to get Shashin. And uh, Harder Court says in the in the. In the true uh, mold of the new uh, new twins, he's one of the all-time great guys. So. Really? Mm. And accountable. He said when he's rotten, he says, boy, was I rotten. He's uh, Venezuelan, I believe, right? Yeah, from Venezuela. Yeah. Um, that's going to be good. Just that first name, if we could do something about that. Joe man. Lee. Joe. How about Joe? Joe we'll Joe. call him Joe. Jeez. <laughs> well, it's the H and the O and the U that are the problem. There. <laughs> but a, other than that. You know, they gave, the H is needless. Why do we have an H when we don't even pronounce it? And then we got the O and the U. And I don't like back-to-back vowels. Either. You know what? He told me the same thing about Roycey. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's been misspelled a few times. Uh, Twins also made a trade. Pat, there are some Marwin Gonzalez allegations that we got to get to, and uh, let's talk a little bit about Taewon Walker. On the other side of this, the Score North Twin Show, Patrick Royce on baseball. We'll be right back with Derek Wetmore, Manny Hill, and Patrick Royce. Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952 952- 925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. 
Welcome back. Score North Twin Show. It's Royce on Baseball with Patrick Royce on the line. I'm Derek Wetmore with Manny Hill alongside as well. Um, Pat, we talked in the first segment about the Twins' new addition, which we decided is pronounced Jolice Chassin. Uh, That's what he says, so we'll, I'll have to go for it. We'll take his you, word. You got to go with him, I guess. I trust him. I trust him. Um, so we talked a little bit about that. The Twins also have some interest in Taewon Walker, according to a report from your paper, Minneapolis Star. Tribune, and they completed a trade. Uh, Ryan Harper, guy had about a 380 RA with the Twins out of their bullpen last year, traded to the Nats for a former ninth round pick, Sean McMahon. And you know what? You see, what you see, Manny? I think with a guy like him, okay, Washington knows that they aren't going to put him in their bullpen at the end of March and have him there on Labor Day. Mm-hmm. But with that curveball, like he did with the Twins. He can maybe fool guys for a couple of months before they see him again, right? So yeah. you get a. I think baseball is now got is now cut down into such modest sized segments, you know, with pitchers coming up and pitch, you know, getting claimed on waivers, pitching two games and let go like the they did with a couple of guys the last years. Yeah, and I think maybe Washington says, okay, uh, you know, maybe he can come in and slop in that curveball for. Uh, couple of innings, you know, he'll pitch two, three innings for you if you yeah. want to early New in the league. season. New so league. maybe we'll get a, yeah, yeah, maybe we'll get a little, maybe we'll, well, the Twins got a, what, a half a year out of him, basically, Derek, mm-hmm. didn't they? Yeah, 54 innings last year for him. And he, well, got him out for, he got him out for, you know, till June or so. And Hell, he was he, becoming one of their most important relievers at one point. <laughs> now when he went bad, he went bad. Yeah, but, kind of uh, stopped using him. But, but you know, that he's, you know, they're just picking him up, saying, "Okay, maybe, maybe March and April and May will get a little work out of him, and then somebody else will come in." And as even though they won the World Series, Pat, it wasn't on the strength of their deep bullpen last year. No, they, although they, uh, I'd say one thing, they kept trying to fix it, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they threw through a lot of names. <laughs> Is Fernando still there? I don't know if he re-upped with them. I think it was a one-year deal when he was there originally. <laughs> Fernando Rodney, the Fernando Rodney experience, baby. Yeah, he'll uh, drive you nuts. Yeah, well, so Ryan Harper gone. Um, I think it says something about the Twins, too, Pat, that a year ago, of course, you know, we weren't we weren't writing the Ryan Harper story in January that this is going to be their huge breakout, but he turned out to do a job for the Twins, and he was good. Now, the fact that uh, that, what, 3-8 ERA and a 30-year-old reliever is sort of expendable off the back end of the roster. At least yeah, that's how I they view it. I, I think they're judging him on what they saw in the last six weeks when they tried to Where it went sideways. There. I don't think they look at 380. They look at, okay, the league figured him out. Let's give him somebody else a shot here. Matt Whistler. Here is Matt Whistler time. Is it sure. Whistler? What yeah, is Matt Whistler, yeah. Yeah, um, he's only been with 14 teams. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I think it's part of the... They feel pretty good about their their front end depth in the bullpen, which I don't think we could have said a year ago at this time. No, I th- I thought it was, you know who would have guessed that uh, I like Tyler Duffy, but uh, from the start because I thought he was throwing harder. But who could have guessed that he's a stud? You know, I mean, geez, you got two guys at the end, Duffy and Rogers. That you got the eighth and ninth taken care of at least four days a week, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, and May's, you know, May, you should be able to get two innings out of that big, strong guy. So, uh, yeah, their their bullpens should be okay. But then bullpens are kind of like goalies, you know. <laughs> they, <laughs> they're volatile. Yeah, they man things that things that look good can look bad. It's an interesting well, concept. Remember, going into last season, the big concern was the bullpen was like, oh, and God, really in, in, into and the for season. good reason, right? When it started, yeah. But uh, what? How do you guys think the three hitters is going to change things? Honestly, I are they going to be used less? No, I spent some time thinking about that, and I think you'll consider it for your lineup going into a game. Your your hitters and your offensive substitutions. But from a pitcher standpoint, I, I kind of already felt like to be a good reliever in the big leagues, you're supposed to be able to get both sides out. I don't know how much it's going to change for those guys. Did you see who, uh, I can tell you, did you see who one of the invites is? is? Uh, no. Promising lefty Caleb Thielbar. Oh, good. Really? Yes, he was going to be the pitching coach at Augustana. I'll well, put that on hold and then for they, a year. About three days later, he pitched in some goofy tournament, international tournament for the U.S., 
and people like the way he threw. Somebody said he's throwing like 95. Nice. Really? Good for and Caleb. What a great story, man. We like he's, that guy. Yeah. He's St. Paul Saints again. alum. He cannot. A team of snipers couldn't get rid of him, man. He's uh, <laughs> he's one of the all-time. And just in my short time covering the Twins here a couple years, it he, he is one that surprised me that just sort of disappeared and was completely forgotten. Well, he was with, with the Saints, Manny, right? Wasn't yeah. he closing for the Saints? He right? was. I'm, I, don't, I don't remember if he was closing or not, but he ago. was there, yeah. Yeah, a couple, three years ago, yeah. Man, he had good numbers when he was with the Twins, and then it was just sort of over, and you, know, you didn't hear him from him again. Um, left-handed, right? So that's... Uh, yeah. Left-handed in 95, that's plus. The first time uh, he made the roster, I went down to see him in Randolph. You know, he's from Randy. He's a Randolph Rocket. And a great basketball player uh, in high school. But he was living with his mom. And I I believe his mom passed away, which was unfortunate because she is a character. She was a character. But, you know, he was just the quietest guy that ever lived and just kind of spending the offseason there. And... You talk to her, man, and you had to write five hundred words a minute. She was uh, she was a beauty, but uh, uh, he was just a you know kid. Well, wasn't married. Then. I think he's married now. But uh, yeah, it's it's a it's another comeback story. There would be it'd be interesting to see him when he's pitching here. I thought it'd be fun, Pat, for a story probably for Fort Myers. It seems like kind of a spring story for me. Um, we talk a lot about the here are the you know six relievers and the five starters that are going to make it. Okay. Let's try and accurately as we can project all 30 pitchers who are going to throw. <laughs> well, that's uh, if, you, if you throw out Rich Hill, that's how many they have in camp, 30. No kidding. Because Rich Hill mm-hmm. won't won't be pitching. There's uh, yeah. there's 21 on the roster including Rich Hill and then there's 10 invitees. So they got 30 pitchers here. Wow. And they got some names. My guy Blazovich didn't uh, he's not invited though. I heard, yeah. Mm. I think you said that uh, last week that the whispers yeah. down there were that Blazovich yeah. was not well, going to be Well, he doesn't have a lot of uh uh he doesn't have a lot of innings, you know. He's only got He's only had one full season, and that was last year, and that was only 93 innings. He, he had two Gulf Coast League years, and then in 2018, he had a nerve problem in his elbow and only pitched 12 games. So Nerve problem. That sounds a but little boy, scary. boy, have you watched video of him? Ooh, yeah. man, that's some smooth stuff. Yep. Mm. Six foot five, and the ball kind of jumps at you. And, and easy velocity, yeah, it is. as the scouts say. He only throws 93 or 4, but okay. last year he had 123 strikeouts and 90-some innings. So I don't, I don't mean to spoil your column, and I know this isn't going to be the point of the column, having not read it yet. Uh, do you think we see him in 2020? Oh, I have no idea. No, I, well, if, you know, if it gets to August and he's pitching great and they're having the problems we assume they're going to have with their <laughs> rotation, uh, uh, sure, it's, it's a possibility. Right he's, a p- uh, oh, go ahead. He's, but, you know, he's, he's the Duran. Is, it's him and Duran are probably their two best p- starting prospects, and Duran's already on the roster, so. Okay. Because he's a six-year, you know, he's yep. a six-year guy, so they had to put him on a roster. And I believe I saw Duran included in the photo of one of the graduates of the sort of Dominican Academy there. Got a high school equivalency degree the other okay. day, and the Twins were celebrating that, so that was kind of cool to see. Well, they, uh, and Bruzdar, of course, because uh, he's going to be in the bullpen this year, but they're going to bring him back and put him in a row of starting. Sure you are, you liar. <laughs> Once you take one of those live arms and put him in a bullpen, they never start again. <laughs> Heard that I was one telling before. this kid, this kid says, I love being a starter. I said, then don't come in in relief when they tell you to. <laughs> if you get three guys out, you'll be in the bullpen. How'd he take it? <laughs> oh, he's, he's a good, good sense of humor. That's pretty good. He That's loves true. these guys, by the way. Oh, he sure. says they know, I mean, he's been two off seasons down here now in this camp, and he says, these guys know everything. Mm. <laughs> you know, they talk about, you know, how to make you better, and, you know, just the the whole rap soda era is just unbelievable for these guys, you know. Okay, you know, you don't have to... You don't have to spend more time trying to get more spin on the ball, right? Sure. Because... They got the machine to tell you the spin is fine. Mm-hmm. Change where you're throwing the ball. Change your eye. Change this. Change that. They can tell you whether the stuff is good enough before you throw it. Yeah. You know? 
Well, uh, or watch and, you in a bullpen and say that's never going to get anybody out. Or this Jim Schellenbach. Might. Jim Schellenbach's one of my favorite guys ever. Shelley, the great Shelley, is Twins minor league pitching coach here, there, and everywhere for thirty years. But Shelley'd come out and say, "Bend your back, come on, let's go here." You know, and now these guys are showing them graphs and charts, and you know, I mean, it's and showing them on video, you know, with lines and stuff. What what's happening, and how do they get better? It is amazing. I think we got bats flying here by the hundreds, right? By are they supposed to be out in the daytime? Bats? I don't know, Pat. Seems like a bad sign. It does. (laughs) I don't like bats. You might want to put the top up on the. I know they're supposed to be good for the environment. They eat mosquitoes and all that stuff, but I don't like them. They're creepy looking. (laughs) I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I won't even watch Batman because I don't like bats. Really? Oh, wow. (laughs) Also, you wouldn't like the new one. Not new one, but it's new for me. Uh, Gotham, the the series that's out there on Netflix now, Mm -hmm. where they follow. It's, you know, it's a young Batman. He's probably... Oh, uh, like teenager, teenager, 13, yeah. 14. You follow yeah. Bruce Wayne's hey, coming Hey, we need of age. more superheroes. We don't have enough movies about superheroes. <laughs> uh, we saw a few of them during the Super Bowl, too. Ads for that. The Gentleman, by the way, uh, recommended uh, pretty highly. Okay. These new Gus Ritchie. Uh, Manny, you've seen any of those Gus Ritchie crazy English gangster humor things? No. Snatch in some of those movies? No, not yet. Uh, this, one's, this one's pretty good. It's got... Uh, it's got uh, Hugh Grant in a role you've never seen him before. It's got Colin Farrell as does a short stint that is hysterical. Uh, okay. That Charlie Hannum, who's a hot guy Charlie now, Charlie Hannum, yeah, from hot, uh, is in it. From and Sons then, of Anarchy. And then uh, the lead uh, character is McConaughey, who's probably the weakest link of all the guys in it. It's it's pretty funny. Okay, I'll have to check that out. So, Pat, yeah. I was talking with Rami last week, I believe it was, and then it sort of that spilled over. It you. was great. Yeah, one of the Milwaukee, I call him Milwaukee, <laughs> one the of man the... from Milwaukee. <laughs> one of the highlights <laughs> of my career, uh, getting to talk with that man uh, about the Twins specifically. But we got to talking about Marwin Gonzalez, and and it's built into a few other shows. Um, but I got to say, as that I'm an impartial observer, whatever this, whatever happens, I'm just here for the entertainment of it. I'm a little concerned about how Marwin Gonzalez's involvement in the cheating scandal um, is going to play in the clubhouse and how that's going to be received with the Twins. Is is that something? Is I that on your radar lot, right now? I think there's a lot less angst in the clubhouses about this than there is with the really the general baseball hating public that uh, wants to uh, you know media that wants to make a big yeah I don't I think there'll be some jokes about it but uh, you know damn well that Nelly Cruz and the boys are going to get out of him something. Fierce and sure. Donaldson, but uh, I don't think that it's uh, it's going to play poorly. Now, you know, if there's some, if there's some, you know, if Buddy Boshears was still there trying to recall the times the Astros killed him, yeah, okay. I still think it had more to do with Buddy Boshears' stuff than it did what was known and coming. But I mean, it's it's bad. It's a bad look for baseball. But I can't be as traumatized as everybody else. Is. Okay, I don't. You know. It, there's nothing, and Manny's heard my tirade on this uh, many times. The whole idea of distractions, right, with with athletes. Oh yeah, locker yeah, room yeah. distractions. Yeah, the distraction is when they come home and the wife gives them hell. That's a distraction about something. That's uh, <laughs> there's no distraction. I mean, they don't. They're they're self motivated, self centered guys. Distractions are, you know, minimal. I mean, Brady and Belichick and those guys are Bob Kraft are feuding last year and uh, and did the you know the Patriots they didn't care they don't care they teams don't care I I don't buy it Rich Rich Hill won't care that the uh, cheating Astros beat the Dodgers in the World Series mm-hmm. well. All I know is uh, the cheating Astros, which are, they were still cheating last year, weren't they? Why that, would they? Why have they? Why would they have stopped cheating? That is the allegation. I think the well, investigation. They went on four at home against the Nats, so they better figure something out when they're <laughs> their cheating has fallen off. Yeah. They, they've lost their cheating. I told you guys, perfect job for Dusty. Yeah. Perfect job for Dusty. That. People are saying, why would I heard Sarah Spain and whichever one of her partners talking. 
before but Dusty took the job. Why would Dusty take that job? Why wouldn't he? He's got a great ball club, and he can say, I don't know anything about it. I don't know. He can sit there and chew on his toothpick and say, go ask them. I don't know anything. It's his, and uh, it's his last shot at, at sure. you know, getting maybe getting back to the World Series. He can win it. Yeah, he can win it with that team. Uh, now, not having Garrett Cole's going to hurt him a little bit. <laughs> They're going to miss Garrett Cole more than the garbage can, I can tell you that. Yes, uh, yeah, sure. But Garrett mm-hmm. Cole was uh, at least it, ostensibly going about things the right way. I, I think it's going to hurt the Astros this year, Pat. I think they've become uh, sort of public enemy number one in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I, yeah, but, you know, I the Yankees were public enemy number one for decades, right? And uh, nobody, everybody hated them and... They They won a few championships. They they were cheating because they made more money, paid more money than everybody else, and they kept on winning. So, okay, I don't know. I don't see it as the end of the world. I, I, uh, I think Marwin has a. I don't know. He's kind of a serious guy, though. He might have a little hard time. He should probably do a little press conference when he comes in here and say, "Okay, ask me your questions, and then I'll, you know." That home run you hit, Marlon, which was the biggest home run in Astros hi- history. Did you know it was coming? <laughs> yeah, that's first question, right? Yeah, I remember Mar- when he came down because he was a late introduction. Pat, they signed him in spring training last year, and uh, I believe it was you asked him about the time he got Kenley in the World Series, and that's got a little bit different tone to it now. I think. Yeah, could have. I I don't know. I I don't think every hit the Astros ever got because they knew a pitch was super talented roster. I'm not trying to take that part of it away. I I do think it's a it's a it's an unfortunate deal, but they've also brought a lot of this on themselves. I, I am curious, and you alluded to it, how he deals with this. If I'm the Twins, that's one of my first priorities when I get down there. He's he's addressing the clubhouse if he wants to, but I know at a minimum he's addressing the media so that it's not a lingering deal. It's just, hey, deal with this head-on, unlike the Astros did at their fan fest. I, I think they handled it about as bad as he possibly could. Well, everybody's, uh, you know, I have no idea what the uh, panic level is down there, but I would guess they're going to draw three million people as people are disgusted with them, <laughs> and, you know, and win ninety plus ball games yeah, and yeah. maybe a division. And I don't know about Hinch, but Alex Coro managing the big leagues again. I read that theory by our buddy uh, Glenn Perkins, and he says he thinks all three of those guys are done. Uh, no, Jeff Lunau, Alex Cora, oh, and Lunau, I think is done, but sure. I don't think Cora's done. Okay. Uh, no, I think Cora's. He's a you know he's you know they said. He was just smart guy. He said, okay, you want to cheat? You want to do it right? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's be better about it. Yeah, let's uh, let's get it right. Pursue excellence in everything, Manny, even cheating. Well, and yeah, Alex is true. pretty he's he was pretty well liked around baseball too. Oh right? god, a lot of people loved, really loved. really I mean, loved I him. I thought so. he was one of the sharpest guys I'd run into. I thought he was perfect anecdote and uh, an antidote in Boston for that Boras um John Farrell. You know. When he came in, he won the World Series. So, you know, are the Red Sox waiting to find out if for baseball to issue the verdict before they name a manager? What are they doing? Oh, I'm not sure about that. I get the impression. I well, no, they haven't hired a manager, yet. right? Yeah, and you know, I, I get I, I get the impression they maybe want to hire Renicky, but they want to make sure that that. There's nothing that he doesn't get mentioned in any kind of report or something. I don't know. But what are they waiting for? The spring training starts in a week. Is that what they're waiting for? Trading uh, star center fielder Mookie Betts, too? I saw reports this weekend say that that could be days away from uh, from happening in Boston. Boy, I'll tell you what. PR-wise, you, you're, having this, you're, you're having this scandal, mm. and now you're going to get rid of Mookie? You know, Yikes. I got news for them. They're going to look around and see some empty seats in Fenway next year. Yeah, no kidding. And yeah, uh, I, mean, I, I don't, I, I can't believe they're going to go through with their plan to cut budget uh, with this, uh, with what's going on around them. But uh, hey, the Twins, kings of Fort Myers, <laughs> once again. <laughs> now the Red Sox. Who care? Who cares about that little pissant ball club four miles down the road? Who cares? If things go poorly, everybody here to see Jay, here the uh, see the Rainmakers, man. You're right. If That's things. Right. The, the Mighty Muscles, I believe, as you coined them. M-U-S-C-L-E-S. I like got it. the sign up next door, by the way. Uh-oh. Offices. Mighty Muscles offices. They can't go back now. They're the Mighty Muscles. Did you see the one I ran into the other day? I don't think so. 
the uh, oh, Mobile yes. Bay Bears yes. moved to uh, Madison, Alabama, up by Huntsville, which is, you know, at the NASA uh, thing. The Rocket City Trash Pandas. Yes, I did see that one. Uh, following the trend. Of- I say that's a bigger scandal than the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir, you're entitled to your opinion. Yes, I might buy a Trash true. Pandas t-shirt or, or a ball cap this summer. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. girl, the girlfriend oh, would like that one. You won't be the only one. Yeah. <laughs> God almighty. I think it's See, my generation that's pushing this, Pat. Yeah, well, yeah. anything to sell T-shirts, it's unbelievable. Didn't the uh, New Britain Rock Cats change uh, team name a few years ago to the Yard yeah. Goats? Well, they changed it so much that they don't have a team anymore. But, really? Uh, they're in the independent league. Yeah. Wow. Bad ballpark there. It was a. It is going to be. That's the un, because of the whole Astro thing. This uh, this whole deal about dumping minor league uh, franchises and the like has uh, you know that has been. I think this bat's coming to get me, man. He's oh, bat. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know the the this whole thing about the minor leagues and where they're going to be next year yes. and who they're getting rid of that's kind of gone back to the back burner and unfortunately it was the Astros pushing that yeah the <laughs> Astros were the brains behind it yes i don't know they fired all their scouts too yeah you know uh. dusty will come in here and say well what's the scouts say and they'll say well we don't have we don't have any <laughs> here read this read this print out read this analytical here's a, uh, here's a graph chart here dusty will say bleep i got to think pat they might have lost a little bit of their political capital with with this to be able to push something through but hey i don't rob manfred uh, is gonna is gonna look for what's best for for him and for the owners first and foremost well uh, every time i see busty or buster reminds me of the story my buddy fraley told me about uh, ralph gar and dusty came walking up the tunnel one day in atlanta and they were having an argument about something uh, something about the higher power, right? Mm-hmm. And Ralph made his point to Dusty, and Dusty was disagreed with him. And Ralph said, "Dusty, it's right there in the bleeping bleeping Bible." <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! I've always said that a few times. It's right there in the bleeping bleeping Bible. That's great stuff, Pat. We got to run here, but I'm looking forward to next week's show. With uh, with you, me, and Manny previewing Fort Myers will be just two days away from the Twins' first workout. The next time we talk. All right, gentlemen. Great Thanks. stuff. Nice talking to you again, Manny. All right, sir. This See has you. been uh, Royce on Baseball Score North Twin Show here on Score North, where you can listen AM fifteen hundred in the Twin Cities, live.scorenorth.com, or the Score North app. We'll be back with you next week for another lively edition of Royce on Baseball. Talk to you then. Planning to buy a new boat this year? Glenn Perkins here from my friends at Nelson Marine. The Nelson Marine difference is about customer service and a knowledgeable team of sales and service pros. Two large showrooms filled with an impressive inventory of the best brands in the business. London Crestliner Fishing Boats, South Bay Pontoons, powered by Yamaha, Suzuki, Mercury, and Evinrude. Nelson Marine has been creating happy customers for 75 years. Visit their showroom on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake online at nelsonmarine.biz. To be your best every day... You need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples... Temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.